1: We're so glad you're tuning in today. Let's get to the show. Hey there, thanks for joining us today. In today's episode, we're celebrating our 100th episode with a teacher-approved episode starter kit.
0: We start our episodes with a morning message just like we used to do at morning meeting in our classrooms. This week's morning message is, what is the craziest thing a student has ever brought to school?
1: And we got so many responses, and they have been wild. We picked only the most tame ones that we to share with you because there were some that are not safe for podcast ears, I think. So Amy said that she had a little girl who brought bees in plastic eggs. Oh, my gosh. Joyce said she had a student who brought a kitten to school in her backpack. When they called mom to come pick it up, mom said that they didn't even have any kittens. Come to find out, the student stole it from her neighbors. (laughs) Kitten was fine and was returned home safely. (laughs) Lots of kids brought animals to school, but mostly they originated at their own homes. Yes. (laughs) Emily said that she had a student who brought mom's original engagement ring, which was then lost on the playground. Of course. Denise said, the remote control to their TV. <laughs> Dad was mad. <laughs> Gabrielle said, a cow magnet that had just been pulled out of a cow, which I had I had to do a little Googling. I did not know what this was. Wow. Teresa said, a mole in his backpack, which got loose at breakfast in the cafeteria. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> Lots of animals got loose, but I think that was the only one that had gotten loose in the cafeteria. So I thought oh, that was worth a, and a mention. And a mole is an interesting one. Yeah. Katrina said, a gallon of ice cream for her snack. <laughs> Which I support. Stephanie said that she had a second grader wear her mom's bra under her shirt. <laughs> Many double takes that day. Oh, no, we've lost Heidi. <laughs> Don said, I had a student bring his grandpa's used, dirty, stained underwear for show and tell for the letter U. <laughs> well, it's not wrong. <laughs> oh, no, Heidi's gone. <laughs> Uh, Joy said, an eight year old brought $700 and started giving it out to friends for the school book fair. It was her mom's rent money. <laughs> that book fair is such a trap with kids. I know. I really hope they recovered <gasps> all that money before it was spent. Sharon said, a diamond bracelet. She took it from mom's jewelry box and gave it to me as a gift. Oh, that's nice. Oh, oh boy. Micah said, a whole raw spaghetti squash for class snack. <laughs> Yum. Aaron said, we were having a canned food drive and one of my students pulled a 32 ounce bottle of beer out of their backpack. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> Debbie said, a container of dried up Oh gosh. <laughs> I don't even want to say this. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay. Okay. A container of dried up umbilical cord oh, stumps no. from all six children in the family. I have questions about these That's parents. So many. <laughs> she could tell me which one belonged of to each course. child and kept saying how cute they oh. were, particularly her own one. She didn't seem to notice that I was gagging. Debbie, I'm with you. That's <laughs> some self-confidence in that kid.
0: <laughs> dried
1: up stump was cute. Uh, Melanie said it was crazy hat day, and most kids wore silly or accessorized versions of normal hats: baseball caps, cowboy hats, sombreros, etc. One of my first graders wore a homemade hat with a real birdhouse glued to it, with a dead bird in it. <laughs> oh no! And honestly, there were too many replies that we can't even go into that had snakes, mice, oh. rats, birds, alive sometimes and not so alive, but I. Did get a kick out of this one from Siobhan. One morning in my first year of teaching, a second grader walked in and his coat was moving. When I asked him to open his coat, there were dozens of baby possums clinging to his shirt. Apparently, his pet possum had given birth, so he was bringing them in for show and tell. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. There were just
0: way too many animals on this list. Too many. Yeah. And parts of animals. Mm -hmm. Um, And there were also way too many treasures from mommy's bathroom cabinet. Mm -hmm. We can't share most of them. It's not very family friendly. But this one was my favorite on the list. So a second grade boy brought a tampon and insisted that it was his EpiPen. (laughs) (laughs) I asked if he ever carried one. He said, no, his mom did. But she had a whole box of them at home. (laughs) Quickly thinking I explained kids can't have medicine
1: at school, but I would make sure the nurse had it. (laughs) Good save. (laughs) What crazy things have your students brought to school? We would love to have you join the conversation in our teacher-approved Facebook group. Can you believe it? This is our 100th episode. Some of you have been here since we started. And we thank you so much for that. For some of you, though, this might be your first teacher-approved episode. (laughs) And if that's the case, welcome. We are excited to have you join us. Most of you found us somewhere along the way, and we're so delighted that you've come along for the ride.
0: As Emily and I have debated about how to celebrate this 100-episode milestone, we decided on compiling a teacher-approved starter kit. These are the top 10 episodes that we think give you a taste of what Teacher Approved
1: is all about. 100 episodes is a lot. I'm legit proud of us, actually. (laughs) I am too. And even if you've listened to them all, and thank you if you have, you may need a refresher of which ones might be worth listening to again. (laughs) I know I need a refresher, and I have written and recorded and listened to all of our episodes, (laughs) and I still forget what we've talked about. It's true. So if you're in the same boat, the Starter Pack is here for you. We picked 10 episodes that give the foundation of how we roll here at the Teacher Approved Podcast. Our criteria was to choose episodes that gave a clear idea of what we value as educators, offer practical takeaways for teachers, and were the most fun to record. (laughs) So let's dive into the Teacher Approved Starter Kit. We're going through these in chronological order. And don't worry about keeping track of each episode. They are all listed in the show notes, so you can reference them later. And we've compiled them into a playlist to make it easy to revisit them. Our first
0: episode is episode 28, How to Launch Morning Meeting. Emily, can you explain
1: why we chose this as one of our starter kit episodes? Well, we are loud and proud advocates of morning meeting because it's such a powerful routine for any classroom. Morning meeting was my favorite routine of the day because it was such a connective time with my students to start the day. I really think our classroom community each year was born at morning meeting. Oh, definitely the same for me. Morning meeting was a
0: non-negotiable part of our day. We did it every single day of school, even if it meant having to bump it to the afternoon or maybe just doing a speedy three-minute version. I'm very task-oriented, so I needed the daily reminder that came with morning meeting
1: that I don't teach math and reading and writing, I teach students. Yes. If you've never done morning meeting, it can be daunting to start because of all the different elements. In this episode, we break it down so you can launch your morning meeting in a slow way that isn't too overwhelming.
0: And I think this episode is a good reminder that there's no wrong way to do morning meeting. What's important is being intentional about connecting with your students every
1: day. Next up is episode 32, five classroom management questions to help banish bad class habits.
0: That's a tongue twister. This is one of those episodes I wish had existed back when I was teaching second grade.
1: Yeah, because there is nothing worse than looking around your class mid-year and realizing that things have gotten so sloppy. It happens to the best of us. I love this episode because we dive into five questions you can ask yourself to figure out why things have gone wrong and what you can do to get things back on track. And I might be a little
0: biased, but I think the structure of this episode is really helpful. We start with the big picture and then zoom in to help teachers really identify what isn't working in their classrooms and what they can do about it.
1: Yes, it can really help you pinpoint the root of problems you're having and give you a plan for fixing them. So our third Starter Kit episode is one of my very favorites. Tell us about that, Heidi. This is episode 35, Five Ways to Increase Student Engagement, Our Secret Weapon for Teachers. And spoiler alert, the secret weapon is surprise and delight. So if you don't remember or you haven't listened, surprise and delight is the idea that completely out of the blue, you surprise students by adding a little novelty to your day. They don't have to earn it. It is a gift to them because you like them. Surprise and delight may sound frivolous, but it actually boosts learning
0: and strengthens relationships. Plus, giving your class a reason to smile makes it fun to be a teacher, and we don't have enough fun stuff as teachers. Yep. So we don't have time right now to list all of our surprise and delight suggestions, but go back to episode 35 to hear lots of ideas for easy ways to sprinkle surprise and delight into your day. Okay, Emily, tell us about our
1: fourth Starter Kit episode. Well, that is one of our most popular episodes. It's episode 46, 20 best inside recess ideas that your students will love. This is such
0: a fun episode because it's full of great tips from our teacher approved community. One of my favorite takeaways was from Michelle, who had a different plan for each recess. So morning inside recess was a video. Lunch inside recess was a free choice of activities and afternoon inside recess with computer time. And I thought that was so smart to mix it up for each recess so the kids aren't bored if, you know, it's the middle of the winter and you're going to be inside for several
1: days. I know. I loved that idea. It's always great when we get to hear suggestions from lots of different teachers. It helps me consider ways of managing a classroom that I've never thought of before.
0: Okay, Heidi, what's next? So Starter Kit Episode number 5 is Episode 48, How to Make Classroom Transitions Simple with Clear
1: Beginnings and Endings. I love this episode. It's actually the first episode in a three-part series we did about classroom transitions. All three of those episodes have lots of practical takeaways for how to tame transitions. I really like this whole series on transitions and this episode in particular
0: because I think it highlights something that we do well here at Teacher Proved, which is really considering all of the nitty-gritty details that go into running an effective classroom.
1: Yeah, we are very good at details, that's for sure. And we think through all of it so that you don't have to. And good transitions can really make a huge impact on how smoothly your classroom runs. So it's worth getting into the weeds a bit to talk about them.
0: Hey there, teacher friend. Do
1: you have a question or concern that could use a teacher-proof solution? We'd love to help you out by answering your question here on the podcast. You can submit your questions to hello at secondstorywindow.net and put podcast question in your subject line. can't wait to hear what's on your mind. All right, now we're up to our sixth starter kit episode, which is episode 51, four reliable ways to hit reset on a rough day of school. This is another episode full of insightful suggestions from teachers in our Facebook community. It's also another one of our most listened to episodes. There are
0: so many rough days as a teacher. I love this episode because it's a great reminder that you are not alone. Every single teacher in every single classroom has tough days. And I'm so grateful to our community members who were willing to share such great tips for how to get through those difficult days. And that
1: brings us to our seventh starter kit episode. Tell us about that one, Emily. That is episode 54, What is the Science of Reading? Busting the Six Biggest Myths of S.O.R. And we were kind of scared to take this one on. (laughs) A little bit. Because so many people have very big, very loud opinions about S.O.R. And we did not want to draw any fire. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, That's why it took us ages to write this episode, like months. We wanted to be certain that we were giving the best information
1: out there. And after the episode came out, we realized that a lot of other teachers had been in the same boat as we were. There's so much noise around the science of reading that it makes people nervous to venture into those waters, or it makes them unsure if they even know what it means. So our goal with this episode was to provide a way for teachers to cut through the arguing
0: and get some clear answers about SOR. And I think we did a pretty good job of that. Yeah, we did. And that brings us to our eighth episode, episode 75
1: classroom procedures and expectations, how they differ, and how to teach them. When we started this podcast, we hadn't anticipated (laughs) focusing so much on classroom procedures and management, but it turns out we have a lot to say about those things. (laughs) Yeah, a lot, which is funny because I'm guessing most teachers don't love
0: talking about classroom management, but we can't seem to get enough. (laughs) I think it's because that I've learned the hard way that well, classroom management is not the fun part of teaching, if you don't have your management solidly in place, it's impossible to get to the fun part of teaching.
1: Right. We have several episodes about classroom management and even more episodes coming up shortly. <laughs> Yay! Get excited! But I like episode 75 because it covers two of our favorite topics, procedures and expectations.
0: And as we've said, we love getting into the nitty gritty details. And nothing is more nitty gritty than explaining the key differences between procedures and expectations and why those differences matter.
1: And they really do matter. They do. And you need to approach them and teach them differently. And we get into all that in the episode. Maybe this should be the first episode in the starter kit. (laughs) There's no better way to get to understand what we do at Teacher Approved than a deep dive into procedures and expectations. (laughs) It's all of us right in one episode. But that brings us to episode nine. Tell us about that one, Emily. The ninth episode in our starter kit is episode 81, 20 teacher approved back to school tips from listeners. I love getting to hear how other teachers approach back to school. And this episode had so many good takeaways and was a very popular episode with our audience.
0: One thing I really appreciated was all of the tips for helping teachers take care of themselves at the start of the year. I know when I started teaching, we weren't really having conversations about self-care. And I'm so glad we're moving to a place where the teacher's needs are considered along with the student's needs.
1: And that brings us to our 10th Starter Kit episode. This is from just a few weeks ago. It's 91, Start Your Day Strong, Top Tips for Maximizing Your Morning Work. When we started our business,
0: we didn't know that morning work was going to be such a pivotal part of our lives. But here we are. 20 years later, still you morning work. I guess on some level, it makes sense that morning work is still an important part of our everyday, since morning work was such a vital component in the day-to-day running of our classrooms. Yeah, morning
1: work was such a transformative practice in my classroom. I was so lucky that Heidi had already started doing it, and she had a very early iteration of morning work for me to use when I started teaching. I love this episode because we share why morning work is so powerful in the classroom and also how you can really maximize that routine so you're enjoying every benefit you can get out of it. And that is the teacher-approved starter kit. We've touched on everything from morning
0: meeting to inside recess to the science of reading. But I think there's one thing that connects all of those topics, and it's that small intentional tweaks to what you're already doing can have huge benefits for your students and for you. So don't forget to check out the show notes for the playlist of our 10 Starter Kit episodes.
1: Whether today was your first teacher-approved episode or you've tuned into all 100, thank you so much for listening and for celebrating this milestone with us. We'd love to hear what you've enjoyed about this podcast. Come join the conversation in our teacher-approved Facebook group. Now let's talk about this week's teacher-approved tip. Each week, we leave you with a small, actionable tip that you can apply in your classroom today. This week's teacher-approved tip is check out our past teacher-approved episodes.
0: So we just listed 10 of our favorite teacher-approved episodes. So hopefully there's something there that piqued your interest. But if not, we have 90 more episodes with lots of nitty-gritty details, helpful tips, and meaningful takeaways for you to revisit.
1: Plus, we are a delight to listen to. I know, right? The (laughs) witty banter. So really, you can't go wrong with any of our back episodes. If you really want a trip down memory lane, go to our very first episode and you can see how far we've come as podcasters. (laughs) Maybe don't. Maybe not.
0: (laughs) To wrap up the show, we are sharing what we're giving extra
1: credit to this week. Emily, what are you giving extra credit to? I'm giving extra credit to... A micro-stitch tagging kit I got recently. So if you've ever used a price tag gun that attaches tags with a plastic fastener, this is like that. Except instead of like a two-inch long plastic fastener, this one uses teeny tiny ones. So I had a new dress that hung open a little too wide (laughs) at the neckline. So I used this tool to add a few more stitches to keep it closed. It works perfectly. It's such a cool little tool for adding a stitch wherever you might need one.
0: I had no idea such a thing
1: existed. Right. And I used to use the price tag sort of gun when I worked at a dry cleaner. Oh. That's how you attach <laughs> the tags to the orders. And so I'm very familiar with this. It's just a much smaller version. What are you giving extra credit to, Heidi? So my extra credit goes
0: to the Book Buddy app. I was tired of buying duplicate books, which happened more than I care to admit. (laughs) So a few years ago, I bought this app and it has been so helpful. It lets me create custom categories so I can see, you know, like all my Halloween books, all my Groundhog Day books. I can search by author or by publisher. I can see what's been loaned out. The app has a barcode scanner that quickly uploads most books. So it's just really easy to get books where you need them. And I have thousands of books, and that's not an exaggeration. (laughs) So this has been a huge help, and it has saved me quite often from buying duplicates. And plus, I really like that this app is not subscription-based. I think if this app came out now, it would definitely require a monthly fee. Yeah. (laughs) But it's a few years old. So I did upgrade to the paid version of the app, but that's been the only cost. And I'm sorry, I don't know if it's available for Android, but if you
1: have an iPhone and a lot of books – book buddy is a lifesaver. I use this too. And I love it. I keep thinking that this would have been like a dream come true for me as a kid because I was totally into cataloging my books <laughs> and I used like masking tape around oh, it to yes. like make little library labels. I would have <laughs> been over the moon at having an app like this, but I will say one problem with it is if you don't keep up with scanning your new books, when you get them, it makes the system fall apart. So yes, now I almost need to start <laughs> over fresh with oh, my no. catalog. <laughs>
0: I make myself, as soon as a book arrives, I have to scan it right away. Yes, uh, I have dropped the ball there. So, <laughs> But it is a very good app. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for celebrating with us. And make sure to check out the Teacher Approved Starter Kit. We
1: hope you enjoyed this episode of Teacher Approved. I'm Heidi. And I'm Emily. Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow or subscribe in your podcast apps so that you never miss an episode. You can connect with us and other teachers in the Teacher Approved Facebook group. We'll see you
0: here next week. Bye for now. Bye.